Are you confused about real food and what's healthy and good for the planet? Do you need the facts about local, organic, and sustainable food? Well, get ready to change the way you eat. Get ready for The Appropriate Omnivore with Aaron Zober. Hello, and welcome to The Appropriate Omnivore. I'm your host, Aaron Zober. Today, I'll be interviewing Nick Angulo and Ivory Malone, the creators of Boochfest. Boochfest will be holding its first annual event in San Diego on Sunday, May 18th. Boochfest is an outdoor festival promoting kombucha and its health benefits. If you're a regular listener to my program, then I'm sure you're familiar with it. For those tuning into the show for the first time, I'll give you a brief description, as I'm sure Nick and Ivory will be able to explain it in much more detail. Kombucha is essentially a fermented tea. As with any ferment, it's a great source of probiotics to help with digestion. Here now to talk more about Boochfest and kombucha is Nick and Ivory themselves. Nick and Ivory, glad to have you here. With all the planning for Boochfest, I'm sure you're pretty occupied, but I appreciate you taking the time to come on my show. you having us, and we're really excited to talk a little bit more about and all the great things that you're going to be able to expect about the festival. Yeah, thank you so much for having us this morning, Aaron. Well, it's great to have you here. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into doing Boochfest? I have a background in marketing and events and have had a real big passion for kind of bringing communities together and fell into Kombucha when I visited a local tap room here in San Diego and really kind of got a brief description of what it takes to, to make it and some of the health benefits from it. And thought to myself, I can't be the only person that has the same experience with kombucha and wanted to bring that kind of information, informative and also fun kind of environment to San Diego. And uh, I met Ivory actually at an event and we both kind of have like-minded backgrounds and thought, let's do this thing together and make it the best thing that it can be for San Diego. Yeah, and just to go off that, you know, I, I met Nick at an event, and like you said, I have a background in events as well and marketing, and I just personally, I'm a kombucha lover myself, and so, you know, we came together, and we formed this um, awesome idea, and we're really excited to be doing it here in San Diego together, and, you know, just really bring the community together um, and, you know, really elevate the awareness and education around kombucha. And there are many different health benefits of kombucha, and people drink it for a lot of different reasons. So I'm interested to know what each of you think is the biggest health benefit of kombucha. For me, it's, I think it's just the one that always pops out in everybody's head, which is the gut health and the probiotics of it. Obviously, the vitamin minerals that you're receiving from that fermentation process are, are really great benefits. For me personally, I, I'm pretty limited on the beverages I can consume. So for me, I would equate this with my soda. And so I think for a lot of us people that are kind of on that healthier wavelength, kombucha has filled that kind of guilty pleasure, although it is all beneficial, but kind of gives us that, oh, we get to kind of have fun drink on the side. And I really do enjoy that part of what that drink's going to be. And I think kombucha fills that awesome facet in my life. And how about you, Ivory? Yeah, just to go along with what Nick said, you know, I found it just to be a healthier route. And it still tastes so good. And, you know, just with all the fermentation process that it actually goes through to make kombucha to get all those probiotics in one drink i mean you just feel so good after drinking it that i'm down at health kick too where i'm pretty limited on what i want to be drinking and soda is definitely out of the question for me so this is such a great uh, 
um, alternative to turn to. I like what you brought up about it being a little bit of a guilty pleasure, a little bit of thing you can enjoy and feel a little bit guilty about. And it differs per kombucha because I see some that have a lot of sugars in them. I also see some kombuchas now which are made a little bit to taste more like sodas. What do you think about that? It's a tough thing. For me, I understand the reasoning behind it. Kombucha is a strong flavor profile that is a bit new to people, so it's harder to get people onto the traditional style of a kombucha where you do get a little bit more of that fermented taste. Uh, I think if you get people in to a sweeter, and I'm not saying I, I condone adding a lot of sugar, I think I look at it more on the fruity side of things. If you need things to be a little bit more sweet to get people into it, it's not the worst thing in the world as long as they understand that there's a lot of other things to offer. And so I hope that as brands kind of develop their flavors and their recipes, they don't try to use sugar as the number one way to get people into it and more so try to just maybe make it more flavorful to get people into it versus sugar. That's a good point. I think there's kind of a way of kind of weaning off soda and then getting onto kombucha. My friend Hannah Crum of Kombucha Camp talks about how you can start out with half kombucha, half soda, and then gradually you put in more of the kombucha content, less of the soda, where eventually you get to all kombucha. So there are different ways because for some people, it's very off-putting the first time they have it. It's too sour. On the other hand, I know some people who are fine with it. I think if you like things, other ferments, such as like pickles or sauerkraut, if you grew up with those kind of things, it's easier to get into on the first time. I'm interested to hear both of you. What were your first thoughts when you had kombucha? Were you in love with it from the beginning, or did it take some getting used to? Yeah, you know, I think I remember when I first tried it, it definitely is an acquired taste. You know, it was kind of something like, whoa, what am I drinking here? It's fizzy like soda, but it's definitely not as sweet or flavorful at first, so I think you have to kind of create that palate and warm up to it, but like Nick mentioned, kind of some of those more like fruity flavors that are more fruit forward, I think that's easier to start with, and then also we're starting to see a big trend of brands tying in herbs, so for example, you know, some brands are doing stuff with lavender and basil and tying in some more like earthy tones, which I think gradually, um, you know, as your palate gets used to kombucha, from the fruity side, you can kind of step up into more of those earthy tones than to the full-on, like, raw kombucha. So, yeah, I think it's a gradual process with the taste buds. And just like anything, you, you got to try it here, try it there. And for me, I think at first it was not something I fully was into or what I liked, but then I, it definitely grew on me. Yeah, and I fully agree with I We had a pretty similar experience. And for me, I think that's why we really wanted to kind of bring this event to the people of San Diego, you could have one drink from a grocery store and then think that that's how all kombucha tastes. And we really don't want people to have that way of thinking. There are a lot of brands. There are a lot of flavors. There are a lot of ways that people make it. So having this event where you have almost 20 different brands that you can sample from brings that ability and kind of understanding of the spectrum of kombucha. So as much as it does take a little bit of a hump to get over that initial, I think there's enough variety to find something that fits your flavor profile. And so 
we hope that people can find something that they love and kind of gravitate towards that when they go to the store or when they're out in the farmer's market or possibly even visiting some of these tap rooms. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I've been drinking kombucha for, I think it's been about seven years now, and I still like ones that are more flavored. I'm not really into drinking just the regular kombucha without any flavor, and I mix it up. Sometimes I'll go for one that's more fruity, and that's pretty much the only things, but I've also had some great ones with the herbs, like you talked about. Do you have your favorite flavors? <laughs> basil flavor ones and I have to say when first hearing about it I wasn't sure how like a green vegetable would work with kombucha but I was actually quite impressed and it was one of the better kombuchas that I had so talking about all of these kombuchas what do you want to let people know they can get out of Boochfest? For us we try to provide a lot at Boochfest actually for people to kind of gravitate towards obviously we're highlighting kombucha and we want to get people out there to try all these different flavors, especially since, like we just talked about, there's a lot of new stuff coming out. But the other thing is we're trying to bring this in as a, a health and wellness. And Bucha has a lot of benefits for your inner that affect your outer. And so this is a holistic approach for us to really bring a community together that is into bettering themselves from the inside and from the outside. So Boochfest will have things like yoga and meditation. We have art. So like all these things that kind of round out you as a person will be a part of the Boochfest experience. Yeah, just to kind of go off what Nick said, Boochfest, we really envision it being a family-friendly event, an awesome day out in the San Diego sunshine, out at Liberty Station. It's going to be such a great day just outside, really bringing the community together. And a few staples that Nick and I have behind the whole event, one is the craft. The craft behind kombucha, really learning how the brewers are doing things, meeting the makers, the different brands that are coming into the space, but also really seeing the passion behind it because What's really bringing the community together behind kombucha is the driving force behind people just loving what they're doing. People are going to be able to walk around and meet local brands, big brands, you name it. We have over 20 different participating brands coming out to Booch Fest, but the driving factor behind it all is really the passion. People love 
what they're doing, why they're brewing kombucha, and that's what's really bringing the community together. Just really showing people that there are some really awesome health benefits that we want to raise awareness with. I'm amazed at how many brands there are of kombucha. It seems to keep growing. It just doesn't stop. You mentioned there will be 20 brands at Boochfest. Can you tell us about some of the brands that will be there? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a really nice spectrum up and down the West Coast. So we're really excited about that. You know, we're really seeing just kombucha in general. I mean, it's trending all over the world. But to say that we're doing this here in San Diego, we have a really um, great mixture of local brands that we'll be showcasing, but also some larger scale brands that do come from the West Coast. So just to name name a few of the local brands, for example, we're going to have Nova, Local Roots, Boochcraft will be located in our Hard Kombucha Lounge. So that's for the 21 and up area. M Kombucha, Vita, Blessed, Booch, Living Tea, and Bootstrap. So those are some of our local San Diego brands. Um, on a bigger scale, just representing West Coast, people will be able to see Health Aid, Brew Doctors, Kombucha. We'll have GTs there, Wild Tonic, Flying Embers, Kyla, Hum. Those are just some brands, just to kind of go down the list real quick. But it's a really nice spectrum of different flavor profiles, different ways of brewing. Some of these brands, they brew from black tea. Some of them go down with the Jun Kombucha route, which is green tea. So it's going to be a really awesome flavor profile that people will be able to tap into and really be able to walk around and taste throughout the day. I think that is a good variety. So they'll all be ones, though, that are based here on the West Coast? Yeah. I think that's good because... I stressed the importance of eating local, and there are a lot of ones based out of California, which is a nice thing that we have all these options. Although I'm seeing kombucha businesses pop up all over the country, at least from my experience of going to some of these festivals, as far as the ones that are going national, I think California has one of the highest concentrations of any regions probably of kombucha. kombucha. We have a huge sustainable culinary scene down here in general in Southern California. So the kombucha market is really thriving down here and it's growing rapidly. And we're really excited to be doing this event right here. We do have a great culinary scene and sustainable scene in the Southern California area. I know there's a lot of great resources up in Los Angeles where I live, but also I've noticed in San Diego it has a lot going for it too. Nick and I originally met at the San Diego Fermentation Festival back in February. And this is the first kombucha festival I know of that's open to the public in all Southern California because you have KombuchaCon, which is a trade show. So what do you think it is about San Diego that holds events like these? Yeah, I think Ivory kind of pointed to this earlier. San Diego is a craft scene. It has a large craft scene from the craft beer but also just in general, the culinary experience. San Diego is great for that. I think we have a lot of people that are passionate about what they do and what they do for the community, and the community does support that. The other thing is San Diego has probably the best weather in the nation, possibly the world. We love it here. It's sunny. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. It's that perfect mix of a little bit of cool with that great sunshine, and it just makes people get out. There's days where I like open my window and I have to go outside today. And that's what San Diego, I think, is really the best part of waking up in the morning is that kind of aspect where it just gets you ready to go. And that's what we're hoping for our event is that people wake up and they're just like, 
I'm going to go out there and just have so much fun and try all this kombucha and just enjoy a great day in San Diego. So we're excited and we do really believe that San Diego is a great place to have events like this. I can see what you mean with the great weather and that helps that you're able to make it an outdoor festival versus some kind of festival inside a convention center. So do you think the outdoor experience adds a lot to what you're about? I do, and I think it adds a lot to any experience in Southern California, to tell you the truth. Not to get into the benefits of just sunlight in general, but I just think that it does bring a lot of enjoyment to be out with other people and enjoying what the earth is giving to us. And that's the other cool thing. There's so many different aspects to this event that is beneficial to the people that are going to be at it. And the weather is just another added benefit for us. Right. And just to go off what Nick said too, and aside from all the kombucha talk, he's been talking about all the brands and all the awesome tastings that are going to be there. We have a lot of other things happening at the event too. And the fact that it is outside, you know, we are offering pop-up yoga classes throughout the day. We have a community meditation class that will be happening in our Zen zone. So, you know, the whole idea of really bringing the community together, allowing people to tap into these other resources and trying to think. They might be out there, they might be a kombucha lover and a yoga lover, or it could be someone that has never tried yoga in their life. So it just depends. But we have a lot of other aspects to the event, yoga, meditation. We also are doing the DIY workshops. You essentially can learn how to brew your own. So that's going to be held by the Fermenters Club. So we're really excited to have them out kind of guiding through that workshop as well just to really raise some awareness on kombucha and how it's made. Yeah, so I like they have the Fermenters Club involved. And for those who don't know, the Fermenters Club, they're the ones that hold what I was talking about earlier of the San Diego Fermentation Festival. That's great that people can learn how to make kombucha. And that's something else I wanted to get into, which is, would you say that Boochfest would be great for people that have never tried kombucha before as a way to get an introduction to this beverage? I think it's actually one of the best ways you're going to be able to do it. It's hard to go out and spend all this money on seven different drinks at a time because there's so many different things going on out there. The other thing is there's a lot of tap rooms here. So it's like to be able to go to all these different places would take up a lot of time versus coming to our event one day, 11 to 5, you're going to be able to do all the tastings you're going to want. And also it gives you the opportunity to really talk to these brewers and these people that have built not just a company or a brand, but just an amazing product. So I do really think that this is great for people that have really never dove into kombucha, and now they can get their feet wet and in a really easy, accessible way. And how about those of us who love kombucha, such as the three here, will we be able to enjoy it too? <laughs> of course you will. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's the other cool thing is that there might be some brands out there that maybe you haven't tried or they're going to bring a new flavor that hasn't gone out yet. So, Or even a different experience that maybe they don't have a tap room, but now they actually have a space to kind of provide a really cool activation so i do think it's a really cool event for the lovers and the newbies to all get together and i hope there's a lot of communication too i hope a person that's never tried it has the opportunity to sit next to somebody that is like yourself seven years in and has really seen the growth of kombucha and what it is today so i'm hoping that we really can mesh worlds together that may not have had the opportunity to do so out in the general uh atmosphere of San Diego. I hope for that too. So for any of those listening who have not tried kombucha before, know that I will be at the event and you are absolutely free to look for me and 
I would be delighted for any of those people to come up to me and say, hey, tell me your experience with kombucha. What do you like about it? I think that would be great. We're looking forward to having you there, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm excited. You also talked about being able to discover new brands, which is a big part of what I do. Really, my thing is all about knowing different products and learning new ones to be able to introduce them to people. You've talked a little bit about the tap rooms in San Diego, so I'm interested to hear more about those. What do those involve? So they're all different experiences, but just from what I've experienced, it's almost similar, I want to say, to like walking into a brewery in an essence. You get to go in, you sit down, you pick out your flavors that are on tap, and a lot of times they do offer some type of flight experience, just as with beer, where you can sit down and you can have little tasters of three or four different types and flavors that they do currently offer in their tasting room. So then on the upswing here in San Diego, we've seen new kombucha tap rooms kind of popping up all around, around North Park, and it's quite the scene, you know, and it's something that you can just go and enjoy a flight of kombucha if you want, and just sit there and hang out with friends, and it's once again about the community. It's about creating that atmosphere and bringing people together. Kombucha flight. Now you're talking my language. I thought I was the only one actually that used that term because I've said that when I go to events such as the Natural Products Expo in Anaheim every year where you've got these companies and they have all their brands of kombucha and they'll say, well, what flavor do you want to try? And I'll say, oh, I'd like to do kombucha flight and try all of them. You touched a little bit earlier on the Hard Booch Lounge, which is an entire area devoted to kombucha with higher alcohol content. Would you say that hard kombucha is a better alternative to the alcoholic beverages we typically drink? Absolutely. I'm going to chime in here because just with the fermentation process and what goes into kombucha and the probiotics that are offered, right there already it helps to break down the alcohol already. So having it in essence, looking at it that way, it definitely is a healthier option. And the Hard Kombucha Lounge, we're really excited to be offering that to the 21 and up because there's a handful of brands popping up down here in San Diego, and it's going to be a nice experience for the adults to enjoy. If you want to get a little buzz on, but they'll enjoy everything else at the festival, we're, we're really excited to be offering a whole Hard Kombucha Lounge just for that. And what brands can we expect to see in the Hard Booch Lounge? Yeah, we have some really fun brands. We got uh, Nubos coming out, Wild Tonic, Flying Embers. We have Kyla coming from the north. The local Roots is going to be providing. And then, of course, uh, rounding it all out will be Bushcraft. So we're really excited to have these brands as a part of our Hard Bush Lounge. Nice. And I think it's great to see that in addition to regular kombucha constantly expanding, we're also seeing an explosion of the different high-alcohol kombuchas. Yeah, we are too. We're very excited about that. <laughs> As I explained earlier, I attend many different conferences and festivals for sustainable food. I'm always amazed at the many new kombucha companies I discovered. We talked about that earlier, how it's still growing. So what are your thoughts on how we keep seeing more and more kombucha companies? It seems never-ending the amount of growth for it. I think a lot of it has to do with that. A lot of these brands are starting to realize that people want to better themselves, and they want something that helps them do that. And so you have this drink. And it's a fun process. I don't know if you've brewed it yourself, but it's a labor of love for sure. But when you do create a flavor profile you like, you know other people are going to like it too. So I do think you have a lot of brands that are like, I know I can make this. I already make it for myself. 
why not give this maybe this unique twist on something that hasn't been done yet? And I think that's the other reason why you're seeing a lot of growth happen. There's a lot more experimentation. I think that's the next step is really trying to play with flavor profiles and things that may not make sense in your head, but when you put it in a bottle or you take it out of the keg, it's something magical. And I do think that that is the the evolution of the brand and food in general, right? We're always trying to strive to create something new and unique. And with that, I think kombucha fits into that world really, really well. I have brewed it myself. Haven't really done it in a while. I've kind of felt that I want to more leave it up to the professionals to do it because their kombuchas are, are just so amazing. But it is good that I learned the process of it. And I do think that a lot of these kombuchas, you're right, they do start with just home brewers getting into it. So you said you've also been brewing it. Do you mostly brew your own kombucha or do you still drink some other brands as well? Truthfully, I'm kind of on your wavelength with that where I've done it. And I've enjoyed and felt like I accomplished something because it is, there's time that goes into it, there's love that goes into it. But I haven't been able to perfect into something that I can get from a brand. So some of these brands really know what they're doing, and I much rather go fill up my growler with something really, really delicious that they created than kind of take uh, a month or two to kind of get mine finally done. So I like to have that access where I can get something quickly. But if I do have the time, I definitely don't mind getting my kombucha on and create my own brew. A thing that I like to do is actually make things with kombucha. So with other kombuchas that people make, I like to make things such as salad dressings and other products because there's a lot of things that you can use to cook with kombucha and foods you can make with kombucha as an ingredient. So as me being more a chef than a fermenter, I think that's where I come in as far as kombucha and cooking. Have you tried anything such as making a salad dressing with kombucha? tried is if you add it to your smoothies so in the morning you know another healthy option you can add kombucha you get those probiotics right in there if you want to do a smoothie bowl an acai bowl add some kombucha in there we see this trend of people adding kombucha to things now right and even in like the cocktail world too you're starting to see people at restaurants even on menus now where they're pushing healthier alcoholic beverages mixed cocktails too so it's becoming a mixer. Easy one is if you do a Moscow Mule and you substitute, instead of a ginger beer, you put in a ginger kombucha. So I like what you were saying there, Erin, about you doing the salad dressings. And I think people are really tapping into the essence of kombucha, not just only being a fermented drink that you can drink that has all these great health benefits, but there's a lot you can do with it outside of that in the kitchen. And how about you, Nick? Have you tried any experimentation with kombucha, mixing it in with other foods or drinks? done the smoothie thing like Iris said but I also tried not necessarily the kombucha but I've done the scoby mixed up into a smoothie so kind of taking that to the next level and I think that's something that's up and coming as well because the scoby kind of keeps growing and it's like this living thing that can be kind of reused and reused again so I think that's something that I'm trying to kind of do more often if I do create my own brews is to kind of find out other ways of using that. One thing is I really want to try, and we'll see what the day I get a dehydrator, but try to make some kind of like jerky or something out of the scoby would be something I think would be really, really interesting. 
oh, that is, I've had some of that. So I strongly recommend that and strongly recommend getting a dehydrator because there's lots of great things you can do that with other foods too, as we've talked about on this program before. So I hope that you're getting into not just kombucha, but other types of health food and just making your own food more than buying others. Definitely, definitely. With the kombucha expansion, where do you see kombucha five years from now? I really do think it's going to take over the, not necessarily take over, but really make a dent in that soda world where, and even juice in general, things that are overloaded with sugar, I think people are really starting to see the difference of what happens when you have a lot of sugar and how you feel after that. And with kombucha, I've never felt that sugar hit. It's always, oh my gosh, I feel a lot of energy. I feel like something good is in me. Feel that flow through me. And so I think it's really going to become a drink that people just go to when they want the refreshment, but also want the help. And eventually, I don't even think people are going to look at it as this is a healthy drink. I think they're going to look at it as this is just another drink out there. And I think that would be really, really cool when it takes away from not having this stigma as like it's only for healthy people or people that really care about their lifestyle. It's for everybody, and it should be something that is consumed on a, on a mass level. I can see that. I think to some extent it's happening now as we see now kombucha on the drink menu at bars. Would you say you already see that happening in a small way? Definitely. In the past five years at grocery stores alone, I've seen the variety increase exponentially. And like Ivory mentioned, the fact that people are doing it in cocktails or just even having that available as a beverage option, it's huge. And people need to see things on a menu they need to have that so then they say oh right that is here or oh my gosh i haven't had that i'll try that so it's all about bringing that to the masses and hopefully you know you see that grow even more so in the next five years and i think to add on that too just thinking about kombucha in general it being a part of the functional beverage category to see where that trend is going within the next five years that's huge we've seen that growth 50% within the past few years. So to see where it's going to go in five years, kombucha is rising, getting up to the top for sure. I would say so too. So we're just about out of time, but before we go, are there any last words you'd like to say about Boochfest information you want to give the listeners? I just have a real quick thing. I wanted to actually talk about this. I totally forgot to mention it earlier. The other trend I'm seeing right now is CBD is getting into the world of kombucha as well. And we are going to have one of those brands available at the festival so it's kind of a cool new thing coming out to the world and we wanted to have it here for you to sample the brand's m kombucha and we also have a cbd tea that's going to be there which is lagum teas and so i think it's really cool to be able to start thinking about that as well because cbd is having all these really great health benefits again that holistic approach of all these different things can live together and be a part of this community that is about having a inner health that affects your outer health and so i just wanted to kind of really mention those two and of course we just are really excited about booch fest and bringing it to san diego and having people like you help us spread the word and show the interest and the variety of all the options that we're going to be providing the, the people at booch fest yeah we're excited may 18th we hope you all can come out and make it liberty station once again, we have a few different tiers of tickets as well. So we do have a general admission ticket. We also have admission into the Booch Lounge, Hard Booch Lounge, and then VIP. And with that, you will get parking up close to the event and 
flag as well. So we're just really excited to get people there and just keep spreading the word about Booch Fest. And for those that would like to get their tickets, where can they go to get them? You can visit our website, which is www.boochfest.com, and there will be a ticket link on that first page, so there should be no issues. And if you need to, my email is also incorporated into that website, so if you have any questions, concerns, please email me, nick at boochfest.com, or even ivory at boochfest.com. Yes, and follow us on Instagram, too. Our Instagram handle is boochfestsd on Instagram. We did some good giveaways here in the next couple weeks, too. Some ticket giveaways, some booch giveaways. Yeah, we're excited. And we'll also be providing a link to it on the appropriateomnivore.com blog, so you can find it there as well, along with the information page for this show. And let the listeners know again the date and location. May 18th at Liberty Station at the North Promenade, and that is right behind the Stone Brewery. So it's a beautiful, open grassy space to kind of bring your beach blankets and all kinds of fun stuff that pop up and we'll have space to enjoy yourself while you're having some booch. event runs from 11 to 5. We'll have live music as well. Yeah. We're really excited about that. Some live entertainment and music. Excellent. I'm looking forward to attending. Great. Looking forward to having you there and we really appreciate you having us on today and the audience that uh, are speaking to today and we are really, really happy to be a part of the appropriate Omnimore family. Excellent. I'm glad to have you here, too. I think your mission fits very well with what this show is all about. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much, Aaron. Thank you again. That's all for this episode of The Appropriate Omnivore. Follow my blog and my social media accounts for updates on when new podcasts will be released.